This week on the show, our pop culture news, we talk about what it was like to go back in person to school for the last school year, and fortune cookies. It is August 2022, and you're listening to Lunchbox Reaction. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Brian, and I'm joined this week by my two co-hosts, Linnea. Hello. And Evan. Hello. Welcome to you both. Welcome back to another episode. This is episode number 99, zeroing in on 100. We're getting close. <laughs> Who would like to talk about something that happened pop culture in the news this week? I'll go first. My pop culture reference is that Lightyear came out on Disney+, Plus and I watched it. I don't think any of you have watched it yet. Nope, not yet. It's a pretty average movie. I mean, you, you can tell basically the entire plot of the movie within the first five minutes, or just like at least how the character will end. Yeah, I'd heard the reviews were, were kind of average for it. So, yeah, we'll have to watch it and then review it on a future show. Should I go? Sure. Okay. My pop culture thing is that the guys who made Stranger Things, the Duffer Brothers, they gave us some information about season five, I think, a few days ago. And yeah, so they're not going to introduce any more new characters. And also, the season's going to be a lot shorter than season four. Okay. And that's going to be the final season, right? Mm hmm. Right. And have you both watched all of the fourth season? Mm hmm. Yep. It's only fair that it's shorter than season four because almost every episode was like the length of a movie. <laughs> yeah. Do you two ever want to review that on our show? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe that could be an episode where we bring in some of our friends. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, since I haven't watched it. <laughs> My news of the week is that there is a game that was going to be coming out this Christmas, but now it's been pushed back till February, February 10th, 2023. Uh, it's called Hogwarts Legacy. Have you heard of this? Oh, yeah, I saw trailers I so. for that. It's just a single-person game, not multiplayer or anything. It's going to be for PC, for the Xbox, the PS5, the Switch, uh, although the Switch is coming out even later, apparently, because they're working on finalizing stuff. But anyway, it the trailer makes it look like it's a, a pretty cool game based in the Harry Potter world. It supposedly takes place 100 years before the events of the books, but you're just a student at Hogwarts, and you get to learn spells and walk around and... Kind of reminds me a little of, I'm spacing on the name, the the Legend of Zelda kind of game. It looks sort of open uh, world like that to me. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. I mean, I could be totally wrong. I'm just going by what the trailer looked like. But the graphic looks pretty cool. and might be interesting to check out. All right. So that was my news. Now let's move on to a conversation about going back to school last year. All right. So... Last summer, in the middle of June, so June 2021, on our episode number 38, we had an episode called School is Out, and we talked about how you two had virtual learning through the year, and I thought, now a year later, since you were back to school in person, I thought maybe we'll do an episode, I'm gonna, I was thinking about titling this one, School is In, <laughs> even though it's the middle of summer, uh, so school actually isn't in, but you know what I mean. I mean, there's only a few weeks till school starts. Well, that is true, yeah. I, I had originally been thinking about doing this earlier, right after school ended, but then we just kept having other episodes, and then it kind of slipped my mind, and then here we are today. And then, Linnea, you had mentioned that you like to do more episodes where we just sit and talk, mm -hmm. have conversations. So I thought, oh, this will play into that. 
Yeah, anyway, that's a roundabout way of saying, why don't we talk about what it was like for you two going back to school in person after having a whole year, well, even more than a year off. So just right out of the gate, I'm going to ask you the same question that I asked you at the beginning of that last episode, episode 38, and that is, give me a plus and a minus, in this case, for going back to school in person. What what did you think of this last year? My plus would probably be just seeing my friends again, since I went like a year without them. It was hard. But a minus is that all the students are crazy. All the students are crazy. Even you? A lot of the students are crazy. Okay. <laughs> and I remember you saying that throughout the year. So so describe what you mean by that. Every sixth grader acts like a fourth grader because the year that it started was fourth grade. So we're all just kind of like acting like we're still in fourth grade. Just like how the eighth graders would be acting like sixth graders. And normally eighth graders are really chill, but... This year, they're crazy. So it's as if the students had forgot what it's like to be in school. Is that how you describe it? They just reversed back to the point that they were at. Okay, that makes sense. So, Linnea, how about you? My plus is getting to just like be back in person and see people and talk to people again. And it was a lot easier to make friends. Uh, I think my minus would be that we actually had to like turn things in on time well like i don't want to say that because last year every, i hate turning things in on time they would give us an assignment like for every day but all of the assignments for that week would always be due on friday so friday would just be my work day that i did everything and all the other days i just kind of chilled and did, and did nothing but this year we actually had to turn stuff in like the next day or on wednesday or something so being back in person kept you on your toes then mm-hmm couldn't procrastinate. Yeah. So I wrote down a list of questions and things that I was going to ask you, and this is just kind of going through the day. The first thing you do when you're heading back to school is get on the bus. So what, how was the bus different before versus after? The bus didn't really change. Well, didn't didn't you have assigned seating and you had to wear masks and things like that? I guess that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, but you got to choose where you sat mostly. On our bus throughout the year, we switched between, I think, at least six different bus drivers. Like, we had so many. Oh, yeah, bus drivers had a hard time this year. Just keeping their job? What what made it hard? The students. Oh, okay, going back to the sixth grader acting like fourth graders? Yeah, they're all crazy. I mean, also, the job probably isn't very good. Like, it doesn't pay very well. Sure, you gotta get up early drive rowdy kids to school. Mm-hmm. Now you're both beyond elementary, Evan, you're in middle school, and you're in high school. Are kids acting crazy on the bus? Do they just sit? You know what? They don't really act crazy in high school. I mean, yeah. Most of the time it's just kids like either just having conversations or listening to music. Like there's no getting up and throwing bananas at each other, which <laughs> is a thing we occasionally did in elementary school. Okay. How about you, Evan? There's not bananas flying all around, but there is paper all the time. (laughs) And it's only in the back. It's always the back that has all the problems. If you want the bus driver to not see you doing trouble stuff, then you go to the back. That sounds about the same as when I was riding the bus way back in elementary school. From my experience in elementary school, you could sit in the back, but all the big kids would kick you out. Like you had to be in fourth grade or fifth grade in order to sit in the back. And if you're in second grade or first grade, you have to sit right in the front. So the back ruled the bus? Mm-hmm. But not so much in high school? 
No, in high school, they just sit wherever. <laughs> the back people are like the kings of the bus, but the bus driver is like the god. So my next question, masks in school and social distancing and things like that. When you first went back last fall, you had to wear masks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did everyone do it? Was it was it mandatory? How, how did that work? The thing is that everyone wore masks, but like only 60% wore it correctly. Yeah, at the start of the year, people had trouble wearing masks correctly. For me, it was the whole year. No one seemed to be able to put their mask above their nose. There was only, like, one person who didn't wear a mask, and that was because their dad was totally an anti-vaxxer and hated masks. So they had some kind of stipulation that they could not wear one? Yeah. (laughs) Her dad would punish her. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Is this someone you know? It's somebody at school. Oh, okay. And then social distancing, did you have to, was there any mandate about staying away? or was, I mean, was everyone just close quarters like it there, would normally be? There was, but it was really hard. I mean, because we're in school, it's hard to stay three feet apart from everyone at all times, like when you're in a busy hallway. I found that it, they did it well enough when you're in the classroom, but then once passing time starts, everything just goes uh, into the trash. Everybody's just brushing up against each other, coughing behind people. And by the end of the year, were masks optional? Yes. Yep. And so what did you two do? We both still wore our masks, and I'd say that the majority of my friends still wore their masks at the end of the year. But I think now that we're going back and COVID's cooled down a lot, somewhat, probably we'll go and not wear masks more often. I'm not sure yet. I wore my mask during passing time a lot, but then in the classroom, not really. I so rarely see people wearing masks now that I almost think you probably won't see many kids wearing them this fall, but I I guess you'll find out. So my next question, going back to classes rather than online, you're sitting in a classroom. Did you find them easier, harder, about the same? What? How did that work? Um, Wait, Wait, what? Well, I'm just wondering, so... In our episode 38, we I talked about you know, were, were your classes easier or harder? And I think you both said that you thought that they were easier uh, than, yeah. than being in school. So now that you're back at school, were the classes harder because you had been not there? Or were, were they about the same? Were they still easy? What What do you think? For me, it was harder not because we were in person, but because I started high school. So everything's harder. It was a bit harder. But I I liked all my teachers, so that makes it a bit easier. It was definitely a lot less stressful for me. Oh, really? Why? I don't know. Just something about being online made me really nervous and scared. I'd say that, too. Because, like, when you're online, you feel, like, really stressed and you feel like everyone else is getting it and doing it, right? But when you're in person, you can see that everyone else is freaking out just as much as you. So you have nothing to worry about. Okay. I mean, that makes that makes sense. Yeah. It's much easier to gauge people's reaction when they're right next to you versus on a screen. You can't see their <laughs> body language, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then, Evan, you're, you said you like your teachers. That was my next question. How, how do you think that the teachers were? Did they adapt well to being back in, in class that you could tell? I felt really bad for all the teachers because there, there was like probably 10% of the students this year were absolutely terrible to other students and the teachers. And I just felt terrible for the teachers whenever I had to deal with them 
Like, they just seem so tired, and they just want to get work done. And ugh. and then in your school, Evan, you had, there, there's a lot of turnover, right? Oh, yeah. A lot of teachers quit <laughs> and left. I think throughout the year, three different or four different art teachers might have left. I know one art teacher left in, like, the middle of the day. Wow. Or something, I don't know. Just got up and left? Well, the class was being really obnoxious. She probably had a terrible day, and one of the students was like, if you're just having such a bad time, then why don't you leave? So she was just like, fine. And then they and then they didn't come back? I don't know. That's what my friend told me. Wow. But you have a, a good art teacher, right? Yep, my art teacher is my friend's mom. Yeah, and they might actually be listening to this. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we were just talking with them yesterday. Linnea, what about you? So, you know, you're in... In high school, you had a lot of different teachers, I imagine. Yeah. Which, of course, you had never met before, so they're all brand new to you. What, mm-hmm. Do you know if they were new to the school? Were they teachers who had been there a while? Do you know anything like that? I know that my math teacher and my geography slash economy economics teacher had been there for a really long time. But I think a lot of the other teachers I had were actually pretty new. If not to teaching, then just to the school. I think my ELA teacher had been teaching for a long time, but she only just came to the school. And, like, my science teacher just graduated college. And were they pretty chill? Were they pretty strict? What do you think? It kind of depended on their personality. Like, some of them were stricter and others were, like, pretty chill. Yeah. My my teacher is this year. I just... Like you, I had a lot of new teachers and a lot of older teachers, mostly older teachers. But one of the newer teachers that I had was very, very nice, but not strict enough. Because kids used his classroom to get away with anything. They didn't have much assignments. They always got good grades. So they could just mess around and yell and scream. And the teacher would just be like, hey, stop and then not do anything when they continued. I think another thing I noticed is that, like, due dates got a lot more relaxed. Like, I'm always super scared that if I don't turn it in on the due date, then, like, I'm going to be failed. So I always turn it in on time. But even five months after an assignment was due, teachers like, also, if you still have this assignment missing, be sure to turn it in soon. Yeah, really. <laughs> At, like, the end of the school year, they were still talking about stuff that you had to, like, that you could have turned in in the first semester that you can still turn in now. Yeah, I just don't think that was a thing before the pandemic, like, turning in assignments five minutes after they were due. So my next question was just regarding students, and I think you sort of answered that. I was I just was wondering about the student uh, reactions, and I think, Evan, you talked about that, and Linnea, you did too. But I guess another question is just, since you both moved to new schools, which had an influx of students from probably from schools that you hadn't gone to and, and met before, did, did you make new friends from other elementary schools or middle schools that you hadn't met? I think I made more new friends this year than I have any other year of like my life. <laughs> yeah, me too. I feel like I just somehow became popular, and I'm not sure how. I think the pandemic kind of just like switch things around and like people started hanging out with different friend groups and meeting new people and because high school has so many like clubs and stuff you meet people there and like for the first time I have lots of friends in other grades. Yeah I remember you commenting on that Linnea about about friends from other grades and I found that too but mostly to me that came through after school clubs was that true for you too or was it just through? 
okay. after school clubs really helped, especially like theater. And I think you actually had a few classes with upper class people, right? Mm, I think it was, it might have been only Spanish. I didn't really meet a lot of kids from other kid grades okay. there, though, because everyone kind of kept to themselves. <laughs> okay, uh, my next question that I was thinking of is just is lunches or lunchtime. During the pandemic, we were able to go to the school and grab free lunches, and we, you'd just bring them home. And last year, lunches were free for you both, so you had school lunches all year. And I was wondering, did you like the lunches? Uh, and then another question I was thinking of is, even though the lunches were free, did anyone bring their own lunch from home? I, I really liked all of the lunches. There was never a day where I didn't feel like I was starving because I didn't want to eat any of the food that they had. I never had to bring anything home. I mean, from home. But surprisingly, a lot of people did bring food from their house for the entire school year, too. Not one day did they just bring, did they just get food. Now, Evan, you went from, from elementary to middle school, and middle school has a lot more choices and options. Was that fun for you to see? Well, there are three different areas that have different types of food every day. So basically, no matter what, you're set because, or I'm set because every day they had like this grill bar that could have like pizza or hamburger or cheeseburger or mac and cheese or something. I feel like there are just two bars like that, but, but they had very slightly different foods. And then there was also a salad bar that had just like salad and random other foods. And I just, if I didn't like anything, I just had the salad. It was good salad. Any thoughts from you, Linnea? Oh, sorry, I was just thinking about lunch from elementary school. Yeah, so a lot of my friends brought lunches from home, too. Um, if you think there's a lot of choices in middle school, there's even more in high school. Like, there's three main lines you can go through, and then there's another one where you just kind of build your own lunch with all the stuff that they have available, which I like that one the best. <laughs> also, in both middle school and high school, I think, there's like this one area where you like have items that you can pay for that costs like extra just like an extra store that you can get fun food and like dessert like cookies mm -hmm. and stuff and then and I, and I think i remember you saying this evan did you got to move around but it, it was only on a weekly basis right did you get yep. to, so you could sit at a table for a week and then move what was that like like how do you were you was that assigned or you just got to do whatever you wanted so when you arrived at lunch on Monday every week, you sat at a table and then there was a paper that you had to sign. And once everybody sitting at the table signed the paper, then you could go get lunch. And that paper was just like, you're telling the principal that you're sitting at this table this week. Sometimes some people cheated the system because they weren't there on Monday and they got to sit at any table. <laughs> so if you were going to be gone, be gone on Monday, huh? Yeah. And what about you, Linnea? How was... I, I never heard you talk much about the cafeteria or lunch, so how did your uh, seating work? We could just sit wherever we wanted, but the thing was that most people just chose a seat by, like, the third day, and they just stayed there for the rest of the semester. And then when all of our, like, when the, when the second semester came and all of our lunches switched, then we picked a new seat and just stayed there the rest of the semester. Like it was, it was usually a pretty big deal if someone moved from tables. Like, oh, are you not friends with them anymore? Uh, lockers. So you both had lockers. I think lockers were new to you, Evan. How did those work for you? Did you frequent them, or did you just carry your stuff all day with you everywhere? 
This year, they let us just carry our backpacks around. So depending on the day, I either visited my locker like once or I visited it like twice. Actually, normally I didn't really carry my backpack around. I just dropped off my gym clothes and stuff on a Monday or something. Every day at my school for sixth graders, they have either an A day or a B day. And on A days, I did, I think, music. And on B days, I did gym. So depending on that day, I visited my locker different times. I never went to my locker once for like the first five months of school. <laughs> like with the backpacks being a thing, like in middle school before the pandemic, you could not carry your backpack around like it was unacceptable. You get yelled at. I don't know why, but we had to keep them in our lockers. But now that we're able to carry them around, it's just so much easier. And like, it was really convenient for me because my locker this year is on like literally the opposite side of the school from it seems like all of my classes. So I think the only thing I ever put in my locker was my coat. And the this one time my friend gave me some Dorito chips and I was too scared to say that I didn't like Doritos. So I just stuffed them in my locker. Now, do you have big, heavy textbooks that you need to carry around, or how are assignments given out? Are they still online? Because I can imagine carrying books around all day might get kind of tiring. A lot of the times it's actually optional. Like, they have, like, versions of the physical assignments you can do, but they also have it online in case you lose it or something. This year, teachers use normal assignments as a threat. A lot of the time they assigned us online assignments, but... If you were making a ruckus in the classroom, then they're like, oh, do you, do you want me to give you a paper version of this assignment? And that's very scary. Wow, heaven forbid. So, Linnea, here's a question for you. Listening back to our episode 38 again, you, one of the things that you had mentioned is that you were nervous going into high school because you had to pick all these classes, that you that you got to pick them. So how did that work for you? Did you like it? Did you pick the right ones? Did Did everything work out? Yeah, I think it it was a lot less scary than I thought it was going to be. Really, I didn't actually have that much choice. I just had to choose these two electives. <laughs> or I had to choose which courses I wanted to do AP and which ones I didn't, which was more of a big deal for choosing my classes this year because some of my friends are doing all the AP courses. Some of them are doing none. I think I'm doing like two, maybe three AP classes. And just for those listening who might not know, what does AP mean? It means you're taking a college course, but it's like for high school. <laughs> like you're going to get college credits if you pass the final exam they have at the end of an AP class. So you got to pick a whole bunch of elective classes this year? Just No, you only get two. Oh, so you get two electives, but, but you but got you, to pick. You get to pick which classes you want to take AP. Oh, oh okay. I, I see. Okay, so... Uh, School is done for the day. Now you move on to extracurricular activities. What what kind of things did you two do this year? I did theater, which I also did in middle school, but it was a lot more intense in high school. I was really surprised when I found out in high school they do four plays and not just one like in middle school. And it's taken a lot more seriously, I think, because like kids, some kids actually want to try to be actors and stuff. And I think that they tend to cast the kids who actually want to do it as like, a thing in their future more often. Then there's also, I did art club for a while. Uh, I went to GSA a few times. And and then right at the end of the school year, I started getting involved in marching band. Yeah, and you've been doing that now all summer, and you mm -hmm. just uh, marched in your first parade yeah. just the other day. 
That was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. <laughs> I think I've made the most friends from marching band, honestly. I suppose spending hours a day every day in the hot blazing sun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Evan, how about you? I know you had some fun clubs that you did. I did the school play this year, and also I did a fun club called Innovations Club. At our at my school, you have this fun class called Innovations where you get to do a bunch of fun computer stuff like 3D printing, coding, laser cutting, and, and sticker making too. That was a good one. Um, but basically, while you had to do all of that, but like it was an assignment during the class, and the club is just you get to make whatever you want. It made me wish I had a club like that when I was in middle school because that sounds really cool. I would have I would have just been all over that. Heading down to the end here, uh, another question I had, Linnea, you had talked about in middle school there was an end-of-year talent show that you only got to see once. <laughs> so do they have something like that in high school? And then also, Evan, now that you're in middle school, did they have an end-of-year talent show for you? They did have a talent show for me, and it was pretty interesting. It was just a lot of singing, mostly. Did you do anything for it? Nope. And Lene, what about you? Is there is there an end of year talent show at the high school or not? Okay, so here's the thing. Evan, this might be kind of sad to hear, but when you're in high school, the last day of school, teachers like will not celebrate really at all that much. Like it just kind of feels like another day of school. Like it's um like on the last day of school I had to do I think two final exams, like including one I had to spend the last hour of my last day of freshman year doing like this huge test thing. Like it was my final grade. We did spend the whole last hour of school doing it. So yeah, we don't really celebrate it that much in high school. So Linnea, on your last day, were were the seniors still there or were they already done? No, the seniors finished a week early. Okay. Because I assume once they get all their tests out of the way and they have like college set up, they can just leave. <laughs> I thought that that was true, but I wasn't. I didn't quite remember it. So. All right. Uh, any other thing about being back in school in person? Are you Are you looking forward to this fall going back again, or do you wish some things were still online? I don't know. Just next year, I'm actually taking an online course because we have to do gym and health in high school, but it takes up an elective. And I really want to do have the chance to do as many like electives as I can. So I'm just taking gym and health online next year is the seventh period. So it, it will be just kind of like what I did last year where all the work was online. So what, do you just sit in the hall and do things? How is no, it you, online? No, you go home and there's going to be like assignments posted and lessons and stuff. And then you just turn stuff in with the Google Classroom. But don't you need to take the bus home? Yeah, I do it when I'm at home. So then during the day after, you have a free hour? After school. No, it's a seventh period. We only have six periods of school. Oh, okay, okay. I guess that for some reason. See, when I was in school, we did have seven periods. Um. So I was, I'm still thinking about when <laughs> I was in school. Okay, so you have six hours or six classes during the day, but then you're coming home and you're doing a seventh one. Mm-hmm. Is that going to interfere with your marching band? I uh, hope not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any last thoughts from you, Evan? School is fun. Evan, did you feel like your relationships went up a lot faster this year? Like in The Sims when they're talking, did like the green bar fill faster? Uh, sure. Good for me. I feel like the pandemic made it so that people just become friends really fast. And for some people it was the opposite. Like they become 
like less able to make friends faster but i think for a lot of people it also because people were so desperate to talk again they're just like hey you you want to be friends sure yeah that's a neat observation yeah all right well there we go yeah thanks for chatting with me about that i, th- I think that was hopefully people find that interesting if you had a different experience out there and want to share it with us yeah, drop us a line at our uh, website so i guess let's move on to fortune cookies so you two have special fortunes this week. There are fortunes that were handed out during the parade that Linnea was marching in. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm curious to see what kind of fortunes are in those. Uh, okay, so mine says, God is still speaking. All are welcome here. Join us for worship at 930 Sundays. <laughs> oh, okay, so they must have been handed out by a church. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> hey, okay. that's crazy. Mine says the same thing. <laughs> ah, okay. I see how that went. So, uh, my fortune this week is new and rewarding opportunities will soon develop for you. Oh, pretty good. So, recently, all of our family went on a trip up to Duluth, Grand Marais to be specifically, just looking at the North Shore. And while we were there, we visited a pretty cool bookstore at Grand Marais called Dreary Lane Books. Not dreary. Drury. Drury. I don't know how to say stuff. I don't think anyone would have a dreary bookstore. Drury Lane. Drury Lane. Do you know what Drury Lane is from? No. The Muffin Man. Yep, the Muffin Man. He lives on Drury Lane. Anyway, okay, keep going, Evan. So, yeah, we stopped there and we looked at some books and we got pretty, we got actually very good recommendations from the person working there at the time. And we might even review a book. It's I think the book that we got is called Pride. I've read a bit of it. I don't think you guys have. It's a Pride and Prejudice remix. So yeah, shout out to Drury Lane Books in Grand Marais, Minnesota. Thanks for uh, helping us pick out some books and being good hosts while we were visiting. And yeah, we just thought we'd give you a shout out. So this is the final week going into our 100th episode And in honor of that, we are having a contest, and we are giving away a box set of The Last Kids on Earth, The Monster Box, books one through three by Max Sprelier. You can enter to win by sending us an email to lunchboxreaction at gmail.com, or drop us a Twitter. Our handle is at lunchboxreact, because of course they wouldn't, they don't have enough characters to have lunchbox reaction. Silly Twitter. <laughs> Dang Twitter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just uh, send us an email, drop us a tweet. Tell us what your favorite episode is of our previous 99 now. And you'll be entered to win. We'll draw a winner next week. And maybe it'll be you. More details are on our website. Our website is lunchboxreaction.net. So once again, thanks to my two wonderful co-hosts, Evan. That's me. And Linnea. That's me. And we'll see you all next week at the lunch table. So long. Bye. Goodbye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.